Kayla Zaglanitichi. I'm so popular. I'm here with today's guest. Who are you? My name is Natalie. Hi, is Natalie. What are you doing? Oh, what am I, I doing? <laughs> yeah, what okay, are you doing? that's fine. Um, I, uh, that's a complicated question. Um, I'll try to make it quick. I guess I am in law school and I'm trying to... I guess that's not what I'm doing, but I'm just tr really trying to get rid of Donald Trump. You know what I mean? Like by any yeah. means. So if you have by any, any means, I'm serious. Um, also, what I'm doing is I'm about to, as you're asking this next question, just let my dog outside because he is trying to get outside. Oh, cute. Okay. So why are we friends? Why are we friends? I think we're forced to be friends. Um, <laughs> like it definitely wasn't something that I think came about like naturally. No, I guess right? not, huh? Um. Well, we, we worked together. Right. We did. We worked together. And from there, we became friends. But um, we yes. were both on programs finance committee for the student government. Um. And then either you or Quinn or someone had the bright idea of asking me to run on a ticket together and then we won as vice presidents. Correct. Whose idea was that? You know, I, I remember, okay, so here's the thing. I don't know if you remember this, but remember Quinn, <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face was supposed to be, like, the vice president on some, like, unified, like, MCC ticket. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With, like, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that did Quinn not was supposed to be the, the nominee on the multicultural group ticket, basically, and but then... it wasn't even, like, the MCC. Like, it they were trying to make... They were trying to, like, yeah, do, like, a, a like, one big ticket. Right. So that there wasn't like the constant feud of what's of was the one progressive campaign and the other one, yeah. Of a progressive campaign, an MCC campaign, and a like conservative campaign. Yeah, and so then when things started to fall apart, when uh, Quinn didn't want to be on that ticket, then... I was I was in her ear whispering, "You know, you have to Zach, have president." Zach. And, you know, you have to have me as your vice president. And, you know, who'd be great as another vice president? Zach. Zach. <laughs> and uh, while this was happening, Vicky was trying to poach me to then <gasps> replace, um, to basically replace Quinn as the VP on that ticket. Right. And um, as, as I was on the phone with her, I started getting messages from you and Quinn. And the rest is her story. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, remember, you pretended like you had to think about it and you weren't sure, and then you are like, wait, what am I saying? Yes. Oh, I knew right away, like, honestly. I was just, <laughs> because I had, I had told Vicky that I needed to think about it, and then I was like, I would much rather work with these two lovely blonde women. <laughs> what do you say? What do you think being on a campaign with Vicky would have? I guess I shouldn't ask you the question. Oh, I don't care. There's but... no way she's ever going to listen to this if she does. She doesn't, she already doesn't like me, like... Did I, I tell you that I, I accidentally tweeted at her the other day? Oh, God. How? I was horrified. Um, it wasn't on purpose. I was tweeting at someone else. Someone apparently said that, like, this is so random, but there's this diner in Springfield that's, like, not far from my house. I don't think right. I've ever gone, 
but apparently someone had tweeted that they are members of like a white supremacist church in Springfield. And so I'm like, I'm just trying to get more like tea. Like there's a white supremacist church in Springfield. And I like responded, like asking something about like about it. And then and she happened I to be guess, in the thread. In the probably, thread, right? but yeah, but she's private. So I didn't see any of her tweets. Oh, so when I responded, I didn't know, like I knew it was referring to multiple people, but I didn't like read them. And then for some reason I went back and looked at it and I was like, Wait. Wait and I clicked on it and it was the very the very one. Uh yeah, well uh I have no major qualms. We disagreed with each other when we were working together in student government and um oh, well, I think I would have had an awful time. Vicky or, oh I at first I thought you were talking about me. No. Well I mean I had a whole also time had too. some well we did have some qualms in student government together. Yeah, I mean, of naturally, but I never, I was never mad at you. Yeah. I have never been mad at you over student government or as far as I can tell anything else. <laughs> I think that sounds right. I've been frustrated with you. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> of course. I was like, what, 20 years old? Like, I was well, a 20-year-old gay man with, like, helping to manage, like, a student government budget that's, like, more than, like, fucking that of Somalia's. It's valid. Well, I think also, I mean, it's never easy when you get three Leos in a room together and ask them to make decisions. That actually is a perfect segue into the first topic on today's docket, which is the mm -hmm. fact that we have the same birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday to you. How have you felt about getting older? Because now you're coming up on 25 now, right? Yes. So yes. your 20s are halfway done. Every birthday mm -hmm. just is more depressing. So someone told me this um, last year sometime. I think I, when they told me this, I was 23, maybe 24. And mm -hmm. it was one of the scariest things anyone's ever told me. It was a young woman at Duke University. So she's like hella smart. And she goes, right. you know, something is interesting about turning 25. We weren't talking about me turning 25, which is completely random. And she goes, it's so interesting. I learned about turning 25 the other day. That technically, because your body reaches full maturity by the age 25, your 25th birthday is the first day that you officially start dying. Ugh. Gross. So that's kind of my mindset going into my 25th year. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, but I think that, I don't know. I think I felt a lot more about birthdays. Like your the first half of your 20s, I feel like it's very yeah important like very life. consequential it's like, yes it's like okay 21 is like huge and then like 22 and 23 are still like they seem like you know birthdays that you still want to just like get you want to act like it's your 21st again like you want to like yeah, exactly. have that type of feeling experience I guess. Yeah. yeah um and then i think that 25 I, for me, like, it does not feel like a pivotal age at all. I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's, like, I'll, you know, be yeah. sobbing in 19 days um, about about it. But I just don't – I don't know. I also kind of, you know, I'm in law school. I am just feel like I'm kind of ready to, like, start right. being – 
an adult. I think it like it would help if I moved out of my parents' house, which I still haven't. Um, <laughs> that probably would help me feel like more of an adult. But yeah, but you're in school again too, so right. So why would I do? I why yeah? Why would I pay for rent? Yeah, and I mean, like, still being at school, um, I think that probably, like, contributes to, like, the fact that you feel like you're not, like, totally, like, stepped into, quote-unquote, adulthood yet. Yeah, it's, a law school, it's so interesting, because there's, like, only, like, 300 of us or something, so it's, like, right. feels like you're back in high school, and it's, like, everyone knows everyone, and everyone's drama, and Ooh. apparently something I just learned... I don't know who it was, but this really creepy professor who just wrote about how students are being too complainy about coronavirus. Oh, okay. What does that even mean? I don't really know. Um, but apparently he thinks law students are like lowering their standards of what they, because they don't want to die. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but his, um, he apparently like slept with a, a first year last year okay i don't know who the person was but it was just, you it wasn't because i wasn't in law school yet. then yeah, yeah. but my so theory then, is still it was you i'm just gonna yeah if you know i'll just leave that there yeah confirmed natalie was the one it was her. do you it know who me. it was no, I actually don't. I didn't ask to because, like, I mean, it was, I don't know. I think the power dynamic situation there, like, I don't even care. I'm just kind of, like, pissed off at him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And apparently he, like, lives, like, on camp, not, like, on campus, but, like, where, like, like all in the, the neighborhood. Yeah, like, really close to where, like, all the undergraduates live. And it's, like, or, no, he lives in a building. I oh. don't know what one, but it's, like, a building that, like, lots of students live in. Right. And it's like, you don't have to let, like, that, it's like, he's just creepy. So you're in law school, you're turning 25, and you feel like you're not, like, quite into the throes of adulthood yet. But I have to say, like, your life track is much more assuring, I would say, than mine is going so far. <laughs> like, um, on Friday, um, I was working at the bar, right? Like, doing right. my, my drag job. And also, before you, yeah, can you tell me what is, what does a bar look like in Corona? Like, is that a thing in Japan? Are you all still worried okay. about that? Or like, have you moved on? So the thing about COVID-19 in Japan is that they started taking it vaguely seriously pretty early. Like in mm -hmm. February, they, mm -hmm. they shut down all the schools and everything. Um, and then they kind of like did a like a light closing of most things. So cases started going down earlier than a lot of other countries. So when they lifted the national emergency in June, things like did pretty much go back to like, quote, normal, unquote, like uh, everyone in Japan already wears masks if they're sick anyway. Right. So that's not like a big change for everyone. Um, and like, honestly, like things are very normal, all things considered. So mm. at the bar, people are not really taking extra precautions. I mean, like, we wipe everything down and are, like, cognizant of keeping things clean. Um, but it's, like, it's a shut bar. Everyone smokes cigarettes inside. Like, 
if hmm. COVID is going to happen again, like, it will be coming to the bar. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, tell, so, tell, yes. Well, yeah, um, basically, like, my job is that I have to, like, entertain customers, right? So mm-hmm. I have to, like, mm-hmm. just chat with them and, like, flirt with them or whatever, like, all night and mm-hmm. drink with them. And it was going until 7.30, and, like, by, like, 5 a.m., like, the the last group of straight men that were there were, like, stripping and shouting and coming on to the girls working. And I was just, like, sitting there in the throes of chaos, and I was like, I'm about to be 24. Like, what the fuck is this? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love doing it. Like, it's so fun, but I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I really am not doing, like, the college job family track but i also don't feel like like i know i am but i don't feel like it's so here's the thing that i do feel like in terms of turning 25 it's like i'm gonna and being in the midst of a really demanding career that i'm starting likely right um like i don't think many people like become lawyers and then like don't work a lot i don't know i (laughs) <laughs> unless they're like really rich and don't have to or something because like we graduate with hello love right. um but i honestly am kind of feeling like i have my dog and that might be it for me like i know that's not true and like i know i'm only 25 but at the same mm-hmm. time i feel like everyone around me kind of is like paired off and like on a track toward the the traditional yeah like family's lifestyle yeah. yeah well uh i know what you feel because when i was in college like even then you know in undergrad where like most people are probably still single like i still felt like i was just being drowned in other people's relationships and i was like oh my god i'm never <laughs> ever going to have a boyfriend <laughs> and i mean look at us now i know so Natalie will learn to love another day, I think. Oh, she's ready to love. She just needs to find... Well, here's the thing. And then, like, now, in the age of COVID, I'm like, okay, all these people... I'm, like, <laughs> messaging people on Hinge. And now, at first, I was, like, still... On what? On Hinge. What is this? What is you this newfangled... No, hinge what is this? forever. Oh, my gosh, it's so fun, actually. Okay, so, it's, like... So the thing about Hinge that is really enjoyable is that, okay, so it'll start with like a picture okay, and then it'll be like, um, this one is a little cliche. Okay. So then it'll be, you could like pick different things and it's just like, oh, this guy's just like a life goal of mine, travel to all seven continents in a single year. In a single year, he's got. You got to set your standards a little lower, sweetheart. Yeah. And then it tells you, like, their age and some things about them. Apparently, this is a 23-year-old six-foot man who sometimes drinks, does not smoke. He's a freelance photographer. He went to Oregon State University. And he's an, a, mo- a moderate atheist. Hmm. Well, so, anyway, then you can, like, like and comment on all of these different little things and, like, Oh, okay. So, you get, like, okay, I got it. So it's not just like swipe and like I like you. It's like oh, then I lo- let me comment on. I like things. let me talk to you about these certain things. I got mm-hmm. it. That's cute. Mm-hmm. And I could like the faggots say, will never have this ever. Yeah. <laughs> the gay men are not interested. Well, yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, really, like Grinder's just like a bunch of ab photos. 
Yeah. Like, I did meet my boyfriend through uh, Grindr, but, um, like, we didn't date when we first met. Like, he was just looking for friends, um, and we... For, for friends on Grindr? Yeah, I actually believe that he was being genuine, because, you know, he's, like... <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> he's, like, ancient. Like, we are coming up right, on our... Right, like right, our right. We're coming up on halfway through our 20s. Like, he's coming up on halfway through his 40s. Right. So... <laughs> So I think that he genuinely like did want to make friends, and that's what we were for like three months, um, and everything. But I think you can find like that thing through Grinder, but it's certainly not the preferred avenue. <laughs> right, got it. Yeah, but yeah, you're using these dating apps like you are, you're looking for love. Yes, honestly, like I just feel like I, I don't know, and I think maybe it is this like yearning for like that traditional picture and just kind of like you know like you in college feeling like oh my gosh this is never going to be me and it's so annoying that we even have these like comparisons yeah yeah, or like things that we feel like we have to like I don't know like get to like my the weird weirdest thing like my parents were married on my father's talking about birthdays they were married on my father's 21st birthday oh really wow that's imagine, so young. Well, and imagine any anyone you know in college being like, I'm going to get married uh, yeah. on my 21er. What? Oh, my God. It's no. Weird. I want to get blackout so drunk. Hello. Correct. So, and I don't, it's not even like, a, oh, it was a different time. Like, this is like the 90s. Like, they, I don't know. So, anyway, they had me, my, when my dad was in law school, like, I was mm-hmm. a baby. Right. So, and I don't not necessarily compare myself to my parents because obviously, well, that didn't work out. So not exactly what I'm looking for, but, uh-huh. you know, it's in terms of, it just is annoying that there is this like, quote unquote, like track. Yeah. And I, I mean, and the track is so outdated. Like everyone wants to get married in their thirties now, but like basically everyone from like our parents' generation very, like, started very young. So mm-hmm. like the model is outdated, you know? A hundred percent. Well, and I think, so here's the thing. It's that like so many people that I know aren't necessarily like on, well, they might be on like a track to, toward that. Mm-hmm. I think like, that's a different thing. It's like, I feel like everyone, so many people that I know are paired off toward that, yeah. toward that track, but they're not necessarily like engaged or getting married, but it's like, everyone seems to have their person. They're and moving like, in that direction. Oh, I have my dog. Yeah. Well, you can't marry your dog. I know. Do you want kids? So, I don't know the answer to that question because I think, like, selfishly I do. Like, Sophia, my little sister, is, like, the light of my life. And I think she's so... Like, I never, you know, like, growing up, I was an only child. I wasn't around, like, a lot of other babies. Like, I don't know how to explain. You know what I mean? So... No, I'm the same because I was right. an only child, you know. Right. So, so I lived like a lot in my own world as well. Right. And so I just didn't feel, I don't know. But so then seeing her, like, yes, I feel like it would be so amazing and wonderful. But then at the same time, I'm like, oh, but this is a garbage planet and a garbage society. And there's lots of babies that need help. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who knows? 
Well, I'm in the same thing now because like, I do also want kids. Like, I, I had kind of accepted that it might not be possible for me um, because adoption is so expensive. Mm-hmm. And um, I really didn't think I was going to ever have, like, a partner who, like, could do that. And now that I can kind of see that it might be an option, like, I, I'm really, like, wanting to do it one day. But also, like, if I stay in Japan, like, it's there's no gay marriage. So, like, let alone, like, getting a gay adopted right. baby. Like, no one is going to want to shovel off the, the... The adoption system in Japan is super fucking strict. Like, it takes, like, a long time. So no mm-hmm. one's going to want to shovel off these, like, little babies to the faggots, you know? Right. So, but my boyfriend makes enough money that, like, we could do, like, um... I mean, this is very speculative. Like, I'm not planning on having a baby anytime soon. <laughs> but, like, he, we could... But I feel, like, very ethically op- opposed to it. Yeah, that seems strange. Well, that's I, what I just, so many gay couples do, is through surrogates. I know, I know. My Well, my uncles adopted two brothers out of the oh, foster right. care system. But yeah. they, I just feel like... Because then, what, are you supposed to, like, mix your, your stuff together and then, like, guess whose kid it's going to be? Oh, there's going to be no doubt when right. that baby pops out for us, too. <laughs> But I just think, I don't know, this is completely, like, just, like, being, I feel like it would be one thing to, like, adopt a child that's already born, but Mm -hmm. to, like, put your baby inside of a a woman, does that feel weird to you? As that, like, you're just, like, like the, the, adding the woman to your relationship. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I honestly kind of think the ideal situation is that, like, I'd have, like, a friend carry the child right. for me. Not me, but yeah. Like, someone I know, and then they can, like, maybe be involved if they want to be, but uh, do, do uh, is that a good thing? Like, I am, I am too young to be able to yeah. answer that kind of That's question. <laughs> I am only 24. <laughs> but I hate that I have to think about these things ahead of time, because if I how don't old? know what I want... Yeah. How old, how does, uh, gonna... how old is what? No, I was going to say, how old were your parents when they had you? They were older. I think my mom was like 38 or 37, maybe. Okay. Yeah, so much older. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Unless the world ends first. (laughs) Which then, like, so be it. Yeah. I mean, I feel very blessed that I can't, like, accidentally create life, you know? Mm. Like, I would have knocked, if I got knocked up and had to deal with that, like, oh my god. Oh my, oh my god, god, no. Yeah, I can't, no. Uh, I, I feel like, though, for men, at least, like, I'm gonna be a little bit of a gender purist here for a second, like mm-hmm. a like a sex mm-hmm. purist, and say that I think that men do have, like, that desire to, you know, impregnate a lot of people. It's, Procreate. like, in our creepy biology, you know? Well, I feel like it's in... Uh, like ours too in terms of just yeah like, it's gotta be right right yeah like that's the point is to make more <laughs> yeah like the creepy biological line yes. inside of us like the spirit of evolution is like right. demanding that you give birth wait do you feel that way <laughs> oh do yeah you like feel I... like you should impregnate something <laughs> okay i don't feel like i should impregnate something but like i definitely do have like my inclination towards uh the world of sex like i guess you can say right 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 I feel like women, if they don't have a baby, like, I, I know 
plenty of wonderful, wonderful women in like their 40s and 50s who are not married and not in a family or, you know, their family is not like a traditional one and they don't have kids. But I feel like they are different kinds of people. It's like a stigma. They're old maids. Yes. And there's nothing. I'm not going to say there's nothing wrong with it, but like surely there must be like some wish, you know, right? Yeah. Yeah. How many like people truly like wish to like not have a family? And even if like I feel like I I've heard like I remember so specifically my high school geometry teacher was mm-hmm. telling us how she never wanted to have kids because it was like the idea of having like growing like an alien inside of her was just horrifying. But she had her husband and her dogs. You know what I mean? So it's like I feel like it's one thing not to have kids, but it's another thing. And I think this is where like mm-hmm. going back to like, Oh my God, I'm 25 with like no prospects of love of like just growing old without a partner of some kind. Well, I honestly think that like, if I don't like get married to my current boyfriend, like I do not think it's going to work out for me <laughs> in, in like that <laughs> department. Like I'm, I know that's ridiculous to say or I whatever. Know. Cause I've, I've only been like, and especially for gay men, like, right. our whole dating reality starts much later. So there's, like, plenty of options or whatever. But my heart is telling me that I would probably not be in another serious relationship with a man. Like, I think I'm just going to, like, shack up with some fag hag, like, woman and, like, torture mm. her for the rest of my life if I can't get married to a man. So Wait, we can do to... that. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I've been meaning to ask you for a long time. Yeah. Um, how's your cat? Oh, Ponko, he's great. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, Fre- oh at my cat at home? Yeah. Oh, Fred passed away. No! Yeah, she lived a very long life. She was, um, I think she was 19 years old. Oh, my God. Um, she, she was totally deaf, basically, since af- for, like, the last, like, three years now or so. Um, but <sighs> she lived a very happy life, and I was very sad, but, um... You know, she was with me from, like, my first day of uh, preschool. Or, I sorry, know. my first day of kindergarten until I finished college, you know. So I know. I, I got to share met her yeah. on one of your last days with her. Yes, you did. So, oh, my God. When I said goodbye to her, it was, like, the saddest day. Of my- That's what made me cry. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wept into it. that cat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, I think all we need is animals. Fuck. I agree. Anyone I want else. cats. I'm okay with being a crazy... I think I'm okay with being a crazy cat person. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Oh. Um, now, I'm curious what you think about Leos, because we're the best. I think that, like, there is objectively no better star sign than Leos. Um, I 100% agree. I just think that, like, any other sign is... I think the only other sign that talks about themselves as much as Leos do would be maybe the Geminis. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I have a really big affinity for Geminis. But then I feel like other than that, no one else, I feel like they don't even talk about themselves as their signs because of the fact that they um, they don't care because there's nothing special about it. Exactly, because there's Maybe. not. So here's um, a quick story. So one of my, my first day I worked at Subway. Right. I was minding my own business, learning how to make a sandwich. Um, mm-hmm. And there was this guy there named Jason. And he was like, hey, Jason. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, what, 15? Whatever the legal age, working age. That's my age. Um, yeah. 
and Jason is like 30s I don't know and he just like has been the whole day he is like really standoffish like kind of mean to me um and that's kind of like staring at me and then like looking away like just like being a fucking weirdo and by the end of the day he comes up to me he goes I have to ask you a question and I was like okay um he goes are you a cancer? Oh God, how insulting. And I was like, I'm, I'm a Leo. And he goes, oh my God. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. All day I've been avoiding you because I thought you were a cancer and I fucking hate cancers. But oh. He's right. He is right. You're also correct. Um, I, but- okay, I don't hate all cancers or anything. Like I have lots of cancer friends, but I do find them to be very emotional in a way that is not mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. It's not drama. Like, Leos bring the drama to our emotions. Like, they just bring, like, self-loathing. I don't want to play right. with that. Right. And it's like, Leos bring this drama, but it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Did I ever tell you that I dated a, I dated a Leo with our birthday? With our birthday? Yeah, I dated for, like... About two months or so, I was seeing a guy who was exactly my age, born on July 30th, 1996. I'm sorry. Where was this? Is this in Japan? In Japan, okay. yeah. I won't say his name, um, but he... <laughs> this is probably my messiest relationship of all time, and it makes sense that it would be with a Leo, <laughs> because he... I found out after we'd been seeing each other for a while that he actually had already had a boy. He, like, was already in a relationship. <laughs> right, right, right. With another white foreigner. <laughs> I know. Like, I wish it had been, like, a woman. Like, if if it's a woman, I don't feel bad about, like, home wrecking. But I I definitely felt a little bad about that for that poor soul. Uh, And, yeah, it ended in flames. The relationship did not go well. Wow. So, that's my experience with people with our birthdays is us and that man. Well, and there's one other. I forgot. Who is it again? Chris Wigg. Of course. Hi, Chris. I hope he listens to this. I there's know, no way. That'd be wonderful. No, there's absolutely no way. Just the no Democratic, way. Hey, Chris. The chair of the Democratic Party here. Yeah. Uh, which reminds me, go vote. Register yes. to vote. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break, shall we? Yes, sir, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, during the break, we were just talking about how Natalie is winning law school. You're going to be a superstar lawyer. <laughs> Thank I can't you. wait to see it. I'm excited. I don't know what it's going to be like, but. You can help me sue Japan for not letting me get gay married. You know, that is so. And I was actually just hearing about recently that Thailand is uh-huh. passing. Oh, yeah. Law. they're They're having uh, marriage equality. Yeah, well, but it's not marriage. It's, like, civil union equality. Yeah. Personally, I don't really have hang-ups about the term. Like, as okay. long as I can get a fucking visa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then... Like if I got I'm... my visa, whatever. You can call it pudding for all I care. <laughs> but then they said, this was probably on NPR or something, they are like, 
this is the second country in Asia after Taiwan. And I was like, wait, Japan? Where are yeah, you? Not Japan. Yeah. Uh, people were thinking that maybe with the Olympics that they would kind of try to step up their game. But yeah. alas, we still have a raging nationalist in office who uh, yeah. believes that gay marriage is unproductive for the country because they can't produce children. Okay, but is that really... Oh, Japan does have that super old population thing, though, going, right? Yeah, that's part of it. I mean, it's kind of just their excuse for being homophobic. Right, right, I of blame course. the West because mm-hmm. before before the West started like intervening in Japan, like, there were faggots everywhere. Like, all of the actors at kabuki theaters, like, the doubled gay as, like, gay prostitutes and hookers. Like, hello, it's just the West's fault. Everything they introduced is. Christianity and said that God said gay bad, and now gay bad. Okay, you know what else God said was bad? Getting divorced. Adultery. You can be Divorce is pretty rare here. Well, it's not over here. Oh, not in... (laughs) That's right. And we're the ones spreading this... Yeah, delicious. Well, uh, on that note, um, let's get into our second topic. I'm really excited (laughs) for this, actually. Um, so recently I published a tweet saying, <laughs> I do not trust any straight or bisexual women who describe themselves as introverts. Very controversial. <laughs> I stick to it. I stick to it. And I'll tell you why. It's because I do not think that introversion is real. I think it's a lie. <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess. So could you please start by explaining to me what your definition of an okay. introvert is. So I'll tell you what I think everyone thinks introverts are. Everyone <laughs> okay. thinks that introverts are people who um, they get their energy, like some kind of like psychic chakra or something, <laughs> that they gather it from like meditating alone in their rooms that, or like watching Netflix by themselves or right. being antisocial and not contributing to society. Mm-hmm. Uh, my definition is that Introverts are people who can't hang. (laughs) (laughs) And they want an excuse as to why uh, Mm. they refuse all social interaction. And it's not because they have some mystic power they need to gather (laughs) from their solitude, but instead that they did not learn how to socialize well, and now Mm. they need an excuse as to not do it. So, So there are people that have told me that okay. when they are around other people, that, like, it, like, energizes them. Like, they're like, yes, I'm with a group of people. Like, I'm excited. Like, let's do something. Like, right. I feel energized. People exhaust me. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and so. I've never once been like, oh, my gosh, yes, I'm in a group. Now I'm excited for something. But you're a Leo. Which, like, so it doesn't mean that I don't like attention. Exactly. Who's going to give you attention if you're shacked up alone in your room? (gasps) See? See? (laughs) I mean, I guess I don't, yeah. I don't need attention all the time. But. Okay. I just don't. Like, I like to be by myself. I think part of it, too, is like. I have so many, I mean, I guess I'm just very high maintenance. Um, uh-huh. I think 
I've had people, there's this very one vivid time that this young man approached me in a bar in San Francisco and said, you're so chill. And I said, you don't fucking know me. Because if you did, you would know that I'm not chill. I'm very high maintenance. And Was he hot? Yeah. Oh my god, you fucking, like, guilted that hot man for trying to use a liner on you. How dare you? I mean, <laughs> the night ended up fine, Zachary. With him? Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so, I... I just so, like... I feel like I have, like, the nights of, like, going out in college, like, I was never, right. like, I was, I was never the kind of person that was, like, I live for the weekend. Mm-hmm. In terms of, like, I just need the weekend so I can, like, go out and hang out with people. It was, like, I live for my bed. And, like, getting okay. back into my bed is, like, when I leave it in the morning, like, the next thing that I want to do the thing that I think about that makes me excited is like going back to it. It isn't like having to go hang out with people. But I think there's a difference between like, you know, my mystical energy powers that I get <laughs> from being alone <laughs> and still being able to be, you know, a passing extrovert, if you will, in terms okay. of being energetic and being able to talk to people and and hang as you say right okay so let me let me say that i think that my theory is that there are no extroverts or introverts it's just mm. that people get tired <laughs> and we don't okay, talk honestly, about it enough yeah because i get tired like Right. I, I am you know very clearly an extroverted person by like the traditional description you know so like that's I do, I do live to go out on the weekend, and I love <sighs> being around other people. And if I'm alone for too long, I get, like, antsy and irritated. Hmm. So I, I would seem like an extrovert. But the thing is, is that if I'm with a group of people for too long, then I get, like, weary, and I get tired, and I get irritated, and then I need to go home and, like, tweet for five hours. Right. That's why, actually, I thought you would maybe describe yourself as an introvert. I was very shocked to see that tweet because... The Zach I remember is like living either by himself or with one other female in uh -huh. an apartment with kitties. And like that just spoke to me as someone. You just always were like at home. Or maybe you were always doing other things and just I wasn't invited, so I assumed you were at home. But... Okay, so the thing is, is that I was never home in college. Like mm -hmm. my freshman year in the dorms i would go back pretty often and when i was an ra my second year oh yeah <laughs> in case anyone forgot about that chapter <laughs> of my life <laughs> like all of that like i was i i was more homebodied but then starting in my junior year like i basically was always somewhere else like I would be either at, like, my straight boyfriend's house or I'd be hanging out <laughs> with, like, the girls or I'd be... I was in the ASU office a lot or, in, <laughs> like, in the student government office, like, or I was drinking. Right. Or smoking things. Uh-huh. I don't think my kids are ever going to listen to this or, like, any, like... I don't think anyone that I can have consequences for. So, yeah, I was smoking <laughs> everyone, okay? <gasps> I'm coming on saying it. Is that allowed in Japan? Oh, no. <gasps> no. 
you go to prison if you get caught doing that <gasps> here. So I, I don't do that here. Right. I haven't like really like I haven't had I haven't enjoyed in like wow. two years now. Yeah, like nearly two years. And I do like like, you know, kind of on the same note of like, you know, introversion and like, you know, needing some time to yourself every now and then. What I love is like after a long day, putting a record on, listening to some Bjork, you light up the <laughs> and then you sit there and you become you like melt into the yeah, sofa right. and like become like a slug for three hours i love that but right. nope not here Ooh. Ooh. yeah so my theory is that everyone is both extroverted and introverted but introverts have clung to that identity <laughs> label of introversion so that they have an excuse as to not come to my fucking parties so why you're speaking to me why do i feel like i need this excuse Though. Yeah, I mean, that that's a good question. It's like, why do you need the excuse? Like, honestly, I would just prefer if people were like, they didn't try to like market or brand themselves or present themselves as, you know, like these introverts. Like, I would just prefer <laughs> they're like, I don't want to hang out. I'm tired. Like, that's enough for me. Yeah, but that's the thing is that especially I think more so in college, but mm -hmm. is that people didn't take that as an answer. I guess that's true. It was like, yeah. well, get the fuck up. Like, we're going out, bitch. It was yeah. never, oh, okay, have a good night. Like, no, no, no. So maybe. No, 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 no. <laughs> so maybe those of us who were really tired just had to, like, create this whole new identity to be able to, like, let other people let us sleep. <laughs> like... <laughs> that was so tired. <laughs> Now I get it. Like, but for instance, like here in Japan, you know, there's like 10 other foreigners that like live in my city. And like, whether I want to or not, like we all kind of hang out with each other out of like solidarity. And like, <laughs> you know, it's nice to hang out with English speakers from time to time. Mm. So, um, but a lot of the people here are like, very staunchly introverted, and they won't mm. do anything. See, this is what I'm afraid of that I'm gonna turn into this like, work obsessed, introvert non-trustable woman who is just sitting at home knitting you know legal memos with my cat okay but the thing is, is like there's a balance like right. i also have like you know stupid personal hobbies like i <laughs> i engage in the disgusting habit that is video games mm. like and that's you know kind of like a solo activity i like to read and you know that's like kind of like a by yourself thing but you can you do all these things and still yeah you can loud, yeah. i don't know how well that's gonna go over <laughs> but i do have that impulse like sometimes i want to read to my boyfriend or he, like he catches me like laughing at something it's like what's funny i'm like i cannot explain the last like 45 pages of this book to you <laughs> yeah i don't know i think also even before COVID and Quar, like everyone was, the current trend in social interactions, people seem to be like kind of shutting off more. Mm -hmm. Don't you think? No, yeah, I definitely do. And I don't know. I mean, I think there has been, it has slowly been becoming like cooler to do a lot of these kind of like solitary hobbies and right. I think 
I mean, so something that's really interesting um, is just, I mean, I'm fascinated with how technology is affecting this newest generation, Gen Z. Oh, me too. It's and so like, weird. Like the Zoomers. The Zoomers. And so I'm seeing like all of these, like some of these tweets that are killing me that's like, you know, Gen Z will be too afraid to look a waiter in the eye to order, but will body slam the cop. Um, uh, yeah, I've seen that too. Right? So it's like, this is a really weird thing, but I feel like, you know, we are right at the cusp of that generation. Like we weren't born with a iPad in our hands. No, like, but we, we were introduced are. to it in our childhood. Yeah. In our childhood, right. But like, I mean, Instagram wasn't a thing until I was in high school, I think. Yeah, same. Yeah, right? I had so, Snapchat in late middle school, but yeah, that was like the first one. Right. So imagine having this like constant like pseudo connection yeah to and even if it's not the real world or another actual human um yeah even if well kyle and i were talking about this uh, in our episode too because on on social media everyone isn't like you can't like be your authentic self like you're you're constructing an identity right that everyone engages with so when most of your social interactions is like done with that mask on and like with that presentation like it makes like it makes like your in-person self like kind of like frightening right right yeah and I feel like you're so like constantly stimulated to the point where like you don't know how to be alone with your own thoughts I mean I don't feel like I can even be alone with my own thoughts like I'm always listening no, to no, 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 no. My own thoughts. Yeah, no, I have to listen to something or like I I really need background noise a lot of time or like I am I check Twitter every 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I we're both like into we're in the thing like we're we're stuck in the, you know, horrifying machine. It's like technology. But it hasn't shaped me from the womb from birth. Like, Yeah. My little sister who is four years old. um, I have noticed that we have to be really careful and how we talk to, she's going to go off, but Alexa. Um, oh. Seriously, like, you know, we'll say, like, stop. Like, stop playing music or whatever. And, like, she doesn't. And then we get mad. And we're like, oh, like, stop. Because you're trying, I right. don't know, you know, if you can get frustrated with technology. And I we noticed that that started to affect how my sister would communicate with the device. Um, oh, wow. I've never thought of that before. And on one occasion, this is the scariest thing ever. It was when she was younger. Maybe she was closer to like two and a half, three. But we had we uh-huh. went to the coast um, as a family. And she looked out the window at the ocean and she said, ocean, stop. <laughs> like it was a fucking Alexa. And I mean, it's just. I don't know what it's going to do to their brains. Plus, this COVID thing with all these kiddos out of school, all they're doing they're is going crazy all day long. And you yeah. can notice a serious change in her mood and mm-hmm. her her attitude, the way her just whether she's happy, right? Um, by how much TV she's watched, because the more she watches, the more of a psycho she becomes. And yeah, I mean, especially because kids, like, they need to be interacting with other people so that they can, like, learn how to, like, be social humans and stuff. Right. So 
when it's all done online and they're just like interacting with only their family and their TV, like it's got to have like a nasty effect on them. Right. And I think that, I think right when iPads and all this kind of stuff came out, they just started handing it to kids like crazy. And like, these are the kids now that are in high school and call like undergrad. Um, yeah. They just put an iPad in every baby's hand and was like, oh, this is educational. Right. And I think parents now, like this whole like the idea of screen time and like yeah. limiting that is new. And it's just, oh, yeah. like, you know, and so it's like these, this whole thing about being introverted, I think is really, like you said, it's just kind of is a big excuse to do what you want to do. And when we're all addicted to technology and our phones, we're using it as an excuse to just sit on TikTok all day. Yeah. And I don't, I, you know, I don't want to like shit on Zoomers for like having, like for like being so into technology and stuff because like they have no choice really. Right. Like it just has been oh, forced yeah. upon them. And um, like, I obviously also am like totally in the shit. Like I love Twitter. Addicted. I love Instagram. Like I have to use it. You, you know? Are you on TikTok? So, oh God, no. Like what? I, I, I have, so I had it downloaded good. so I could look at stuff. It's just so, funny. I've never posted anything. I don't know how, but. Oh yeah. No, I, I had it downloaded for a while because I would occasionally watch like the fucking insane stuff that gets posted on there. Like people are like TikTok just proves to me that like humanity is like at its like last breathing moment. And like this is our, like our gasp into the void is TikTok. <laughs> Mine is just a bunch of cats and dogs. Okay, see, that's what you have, and then what I see is, like, all of these, like, I, I just, I always subscribe to most, like, disgusting stuff possible, so, like, like, four, like, 55-year-old, like, white women in Indiana who, like, live smoking cigarettes on their porch, like, making TikTok videos, that's my shit. Hmm. Or, like, the furries. Do you know what a furry is? So, yes, but also okay. no. Like, yes, but also I know I need, that's been something on my on my list of things that I need to learn more about. Okay, we'll, we'll save that for another day. Okay. Once you learn about it, we'll have a whole episode about furries. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I think just to, like, you know, my last note is that, like, I'm not going to be mad at you if you don't want to hang out, but, like, why do we have to pretend that it's, like, from, like, this performative, I'm, I'm so introverted, that's who I am. I need time <laughs> to recharge. Like, no, you don't. You're tired after work. But what if I'm tired every day after work? That's just capitalism. I think, yes. Also, on a sad note, I think we need to check in more on the people who call themselves introverts. Because I'm You're sure right. I've used that to cover up, like, depressive episodes of, like... Oh, this is totally the case. It totally right. is. Right. Yeah. I know lots of people who advertise themselves as introverts when, in fact, they're just morbidly depressed. <laughs> that was me, like, all of college. <laughs> yeah, so it's, like, you know, discussing mental health is so annoying because, like, now it's been, like, turned into this, like, very, like, cutesy, like, oh, self-care, like having a face scrub after after work <laughs> and it's like this like cute fake version of mental health that like appeals to like the capitalist mindset where you can just buy a product to right. make yourself less tired uh when in fact like the entire world needs fucking psychotherapy mm-hmm. and it should yeah. be free from all of these technology companies that have broken our brain 
I mean, I guess okay, they're probably already, yeah. already broken, but they've done it, like, extra or something. YouTube and Twitter, like, need to pay oh me God, for the YouTube. amount that I use their evil platforms. Did you know I was listening to... Okay, you should listen to this podcast. It's called Down the Rabbit Hole. I don't know if you're uh-huh. a podcast... Well, okay, you're making a podcast, so I'd hope you maybe listen to them sometimes. Yeah, I'm pretty into it at this <laughs> point. <laughs> um, it was from the New York Times that they follow this man um, down his journey. He gives them, like, the, his entire YouTube viewing history um ever oh and (gasps) they are able to follow his decline into white supremacy and white oh nationalism and then back out of it through the youtube videos that he watches um i mean even i yeah go ahead sorry i was gonna say they just they said something insane about how like every day there's like like a hundred, I can't even remember the numbers now. I'm gonna have to look it up. You say what you were saying. There's more and more people who are getting into it. I know what you mean. Like, I, you know, because sometimes I watch those, like, fucking freakazoid conservative videos just because I'm, like, curious, you know? So I'll mm-hmm. watch, like, an occasional, like, Ben Shapiro video or, like, um, Blair White or whatever just to, like, kind of see what they're saying. Um, and they kind of, like, have that, like, delicious cringe moment. But then the algorithm starts spitting them out back right. at me. And so, right. so suddenly, my just because I watched like two Ben Shapiro videos, my entire recommended is clogged with him being like, "This is why transgender people aren't real." I'm like, "Oh my god!" And if I was not like more, if I was not as politically like you know concrete as I am, I can see how easy it is to be influenced by these things. Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. So this is according to the very first thing that popped up on Google, which you know, yeah, take that as you will. Says. We watch over 1 billion hours, how's that possible, of YouTube videos a day. Like humanity? Yeah, like every day. Oh, yeah, that seems like like an understatement. Like, I probably personally watch like 30 to 40 minutes every day. And I mean, yeah, I mean, all of the people, it's just like the amount of time. Like, imagine if humanity took all of that time. Being introverted, watching YouTube, and they did something. And they, like, even just spent it. They went outside. Went outside and, like, hugged someone they know. Yeah. Well, don't do that now, ladies. That's correct. Sorry. You can do, like, a... What is... How are Americans expressing affection Oh, um, remember, they are hanging up plastic sheets with armholes so you can hug people through them. Oh, my God. That's so fucking cucked. I've seen that on TikTok. Oh my god, that's the most tragic thing I've ever heard is the plastic sheet. Yeah, it's not sad. Hug grandma. Yeah, everyone just here bows at each other. It's not, it's like, <gasps> like no one deer. really touches that much. Yeah, like the deer. <laughs> like the deer. <laughs> yeah, except at the bar I work at, people are very touchy, actually. Well, and that's another thing that why I think it's so scary to have bars open because you get alcohol in you and you don't give a fuck about COVID. Yeah, I mean, imagine all of these, like, conservative Japanese straight men who, like, do not think that they're interested in drag queens. You know, they have a few shots of tequila, and all of a sudden, they're all over me. Like, if they forget about their sexuality that fast, how fast are they going to forget about fucking COVID? Pretty fast. Probably faster, yeah. right? I don't know. Definitely, because <laughs> a variety <laughs> of reasons. Oh, dear. Well, this has been lovely, Natalie. Oh, I miss you. I miss you so much. And uh, 
kind of the reason why I started this podcast is because it's a good excuse to like lock a friend into an hour long conversation. <laughs> so I'm glad that we could catch ever. up. Yeah, you we except... will be back on the show whether you want to or not. Oh, that's good to know. I was gonna say you call me whenever, except I did not call you back the other day. But so then I was afraid that you weren't gonna want to have me on. I think I was drunk. I think you drunk FaceTime me, and that's it was like at ten a.m. my time. Oh, so. oh, no, I know what that was. I was at work, and like my phone was like freaking out, and then I accidentally pressed on your name. Oh, so I actually okay, was good. not trying to contact you at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't ignore you then. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. We'll talk to you later. Mata ne.